one of the things most teams encounter in a remote work environment is finding how challenging it is to be able to communicate well and clearly and empathetically in a remote work environment. Especially now that everything's virtual, there's a lot of connotation that gets lost when we communicate just via text. There are things that are intuitive in person that are not as clear when we're online. So today's episode focuses on effective team communication. You're listening to the Purposeful Productivity Podcast, where we talk about the science, stories, and strategies behind productivity that lights you up without burning you out. With your host, who's given yourself food poisoning not once, but thrice, Celso Alejandro. Okay, so let's get right into it. There are nine things I've realized working on a team with a team for the past, I don't know, one and a half years. These are the things I've realized, especially since, you know, 100% of that time, all of the work is remote. And so my experience is from a remote work first environment. And these are the things I've realized we always need, right? So why do we need to communicate effectively, especially in a virtual environment? Again, because hindi natin nakikita yung isa't isa. And so mas malaki yung burden into making sure na kung ano man yung sinasabi natin online, tama, concise, klaro, to both parties. And that's very important because communication needs to happen two-way. If hindi clear sa isang tao, pero clear sa'yo, it does not mean na just because clear siya sa'yo, hindi ibig sabihin non-effective yung communication, din yung dalawa. So it's always a two-way thing. And the problem is, if hindi kasanay sa remote work or sa virtual you know, team communication, there are things that we assume to be true or there are things we assume na madali lang mahanap pero hindi that's not necessarily true for the person we're talking to right so let's go into it number 1 is clear communications is actually not assuming <laughs> do not assume that people know what you're talking about what do i mean by this sometimes we give tasks to people saying can you send an email to this client, tas walang ibang context. And like, the other person assumes na naiintindihan natin what they want us to do. Or what? Or sometimes the instructions are very vague. Like, can you fix this for this client? Or parang, can you build this for this client? Wherein, it's like a one-sentence instruction. You don't understand what needs to be built. You don't understand what good looks like, right? And so... That's number one. Do not assume the other person knows what you're talking about. If hindi atin gagawin yon, paano ba natin dapat gawin? A lot of it, you need to give as much context as possible. And by context, I mean, if you're communicating via chat, do you make sure na yung relevant links nandun sa binibigay mong chat? Right? An example for this is the way we communicate sa team namin is always... Like, hi, person. May ginawa akong bagong task for this client. Nandito sa link na to. 
pwedeng paki-check. And then if once that person clicks that link, uh, we use a project management tool. So pagka-check nila ng task na yon, nandun na lahat yung nandun na lahat and it's all in one place na tipong okay. Here is the task. Here are the tools that you need for this task if kailangan nila na access. Here are the objectives of this task. And then here's what you need to do kapag tapos na yung task. And that is always true as much as possible for every single task that we do is to never, never assume that the other person understands the context. It doesn't matter if I feel like redundant na parang for me, naintindihan ko na, oh, kapag ganitong task halata naman na for client A yan. I never assume that. I always assume na like hindi nila naiintindihan or I need to reiterate that. And what this allows our team to have is ragging clear yung context. And when the context is clear, nare-reduce yung back and forth, nare-reduce yung, yung tanong. So the less questions means the clearer the task is. And that's always great kasi then People are more productive that way, right? Number two is to set clear expectations within the team. There are people who like, and this is this is an issue. Like I, I see a lot of people posting about it. Natipo, receive sila ng message sa email or maybe even a Slack message na 12 midnight, and the other person, sure, may task na kailangan gawin. Hindi naman urgent, so. For the person sending that, they might be coming from a place na, oh, I just want to get it off of my chest para hindi ko makailimutan, right? But for the receiver, like, they feel like their boundaries are very, <laughs> parang, hin- kumbaga, hindi nila maprotektahan yung boundaries nila if someone sends them a message ng outside of office hours. Or even worse, if those boundaries are not being respected at all, yung tipong dapat 9 to 5 lang yung work, pero may nagmamessage ng 8pm, tas may pinapagawang urgent. Like, that is very faux pas, <laughs> in my opinion. Like, hindi dapat ganon. The expectations needs to be clear to both parties, ha? not just one way, pero like, if it's an, an employer-employee relationship, hindi lang dapat clear yung expectation ng employer kay employee, but the other way around. Like, can the employee expect na the employer will be patient and will that employer respect said boundaries? Like, will the employer respect their own boundaries? May respeto ba yung boundaries ko kung ikaw yung boss ko? Like, that's very important to establish because... A big thing when it comes to communication is the establishment of trust. And if we don't have that trust, may breakdown in communication, may breakdown in basically how we work with each other. So ang hirap gumalaw in an environment na ganun yung nangyayari, right? Number three, actually I already gave it. It's always give context. And that ties in with like not assuming that people understand what you're trying to say. So, what does that look like even further? So, aside from giving the links, the relevant links, another thing is, for example, so this context, so let me give you a bit of a background. The way that my my team works, my business works, is we build spaces, uh, workspaces for people inside of Notion. And a big part of that, I believe, is understanding where 
the customer or where our clients are coming from in the first place. Like, ano ba yung priority ng client na to? And ano ba yung, ano yung important sa kanila versus ano yung hindi important sa kanila? And giving that context to my team allows us as a whole to make decisions based on that information. Imbis na, imbis na I just tell them what to do, I give them the context of what we're doing, why it's important that we're doing it, and the reason kung bakit ito yung ginagawa natin versus something else. Because now they have that context. They are equipped with that knowledge na, okay, this is important to the client, so I'm going to make sure this is done well kasi super important niya. As compared to this one na, this is a nice to have, pero hindi naman siya priority. So it's okay if I just, I don't need to be extra, basically. <laughs> That's always the case na parang, okay, where do I need to be extra in? Or where do I want to be extra in? Right? So always give context. Not just, you know, on a project management point of view, but even with the entire strategy. If you're the type to include your whole team to that, it's very useful. That way, everyone's on the same page, right? The other one is transparency is key. So I always espouse this. This is one of my values talaga is to be transparent with everything. And so what that looks like is as much as possible, team communication happens in one channel where everyone sees everything. Except siguro if may pagsasabihan ako or if, you know, basically I have to reiterate some rules of engagement I try to I try to do that privately just to not shame anyone but other than that things happen like very transparent so people see what we're working on there's always that chance na makita nila na ah okay like this person is working on this one etc and the reason why I chose to be that way instead of like people don't know what someone else is earning or they don't know what else is they're working on is because I believe that the more transparent we are, then it creates a safe space and allows them to comment on They can always ask me and I'll always be transparent with them. Because like vice versa, raman, like for me, naman, I also want them to be transparent with me if they don't like something. Because at the end of the day, right, I'm not here to be a dictator. Like, the kind of culture that we want to build in our businesses is a healthy one and one that could last a long time and that we could grow with the people that we're working with. And so being transparent helps with that. And also, I believe it really does reduce chances for office drama or work drama because everything's out in the open. So parang... If people have problems with each other, then we then we deal with it maturely, basically. So, talagang the less that we hide from each other, like the better. And the less, you know, I think it's also because hindi naman judgmental yung culture that we have as a team in the first place. Because yung clear kami communicate sa isa't isa, clear yung expectations, clear yung kung ano yung okay at hindi okay. And we're very firm with that, which is the next point, is number five, to create a safe space. And we always like talk about it 
kapag workspace, workplace culture is creating a safe space, etc. And I think when we say creating a safe space, it is a verb. It's not a noun, right? Which means it's not like saying something is a safe space doesn't make it a safe space. But it is through our actions as leaders, as fellow team members, to make sure na safe space yung environment natin as a team. And how do we do that is if there are specific values na sinasabi mong important sa company, are you the kind of leader na talagang you're firm with those values na talagang pinapakita mo na ito talaga yung values namin? You're not just saying it, but you're actually walking the talk and you're firm na, okay, ito, I value transparency. So sasabihin ko kapag na-close natin yung client at sasabihin ko rin kapag hindi natin na-close yung client, right? Hasabihin ko if okay yung bottom line natin, sasabihin ko rin if hindi. And... Like being able to be honest with that and even coaching people. So like um like there was this one meeting where like there was some coaching going on basically na parang I there's a safe enough space for people to accept and also give feedback, no matter how shy they are, no matter how quiet they are. Because and I think that's a good indicator is if your introverts are able to pitch in or they feel if basically if the person is introverted pero they're chiming in with their ideas i think that's a very good heuristic na you've you've made a safe enough space for them na kahit maraming tao they're able to express themselves i think that's really good right so how else do you create a safe space i think all of these tips combining like combined already like sets you up for a very safe working environment. And so therefore, yun nga, when we create safe spaces, people are more open and therefore they communicate clearer and better. And that's what we want. Another thing is having an open door policy. Obviously, we can't do that remotely. But what other business owners do is they have office hours or they have a set block of time na tipong they have a set block of time na tipong, if I'm here at this time, then feel free to ask me anything and I'll be there to guide you. Others naman na parang tipong, they schedule it. So tipong, if you tell them na so-and-so, I kind of need some guidance on this or I don't know how to do this. And then they would schedule it. And then saka pag-uusapan. But in all of these scenarios, what's important is employees feel like, or like partners or team members feel like they can be heard and like genuinely ma-feel nila yung concern mo for them. Napapass yung culture kasi na yun eh. Like from top to bottom na tipong. If they feel supported, then they're also going to be supportive to their fellow team members because they feel like walang lamangan. Parang hindi kayo nanggugulang sa isa't isa kasi nga it's a safe space. And that's what we want in the first place. The other one is... So now we go into the tips na more of project management in nature. So number six is about having one source of truth. I say this a lot when it comes to project management and knowledge management. Where you know, project management is basically yung 
we want to be able to meet deadlines for specific projects and do things to achieve a certain outcome for this endeavor in this specific time frame. And that's called a project. And like we manage it through yun nga, communicating, bridging people to each other to basically push them towards achieving specific milestones as a project. And there is nothing more confusing than if your team is using so many communication channels <laughs> to talk to each other. It's hard. The more that you have, the harder it is. So having one source of truth, meaning very clear, yung boundaries na, okay, this tool this project management tool, dito tayo mag-uusap, ito dapat yung conversations natin sa tool na to, right? So our team uses Notion, so dun lahat na parang, okay, ito yung project, ito yung task, yung updates dapat nasa Notion, yung tracking dapat nasa Notion. But then we also use Facebook just to inform people. So kumbaga our main channel is Notion. And like, yun yung one source of truth namin. Nandun lahat ng resources that we need to get things done. Pero, we still have a GC. And that's usually for announcements, urgent things. But when we say urgent things, it's like, we still point them towards Notion. So, we still point them towards the one source of truth. So, meaning, like, we also use the communication channels to, you know, hang out with each other. Pero everything still gets pointed to that tool that we use to make sure na okay yung projects namin. And that's what it means to have one source of truth na tipong at any point in time, someone just has to go into that source of truth to see where things are at. And that is a rule na dapat kung may private messages man between team members, Notion needs to be updated. The project management tool you're using needs to be updated so that I can go in at any time and see kung in progress, right? So walang, lanang tanong-tanong. Again, what we're reducing are questions and ambiguity. And so the clearer we are and the less steps people need to take to know the answer, the better, right? Okay, so number seven, also related to number six, is being clear about accountability. When we say accountability, it means, sino ba yung may toka? Kumbaga, sino yung point person of this project, of this task? And every single project and task needs to have an owner. Kumbaga, may ownership, may accountability. Na, if I ask about project X or task Y... I will go to that owner, and that owner is expected to know the answer, no matter what. Kasi parang there are projects where there are collaborations, pero we're very clear na we're collaborators on, like, clear yung role namin na tipong, if ikaw yung project owner, you're expected to know everything about it at all times. Kung project collaborator ka, you're expected to help out, pero hindi ikaw yung point person. And why is it important? na clear yung accountability is because it reduces the whole turuan thing na tipong if hindi kasi clear yung roles not to be super hierarchical about it pero if clear kasi yung roles then it again reduces ambiguity and back and forth questioning and so 
If clear yon, then all I need to do is go to that person in charge of that task and ask them about the task. And they're able to do so instead of asking, Sino yung gumawa nito? Sino yung gumawa ng ganyan? Walang ganong question sa amin kasi laging clear na, ah, okay, itong person. Or even worse, if walang naka-assign, tas hindi namin alam na walang naka-assign, obviously, hindi gagalaw yung task. And number eight is creating a team culture to boost morale. So this is like a really wide topic in and of itself. Pero how, basically, I believe this is important kasi kapag may team culture kayo, kumbaga, people feel like they belong. And then it doesn't necessarily have to be how other teams do it. I like to consider other people's personalities when creating team culture. So we're not my team. I can only speak for my team and my experience. Pero for us, a lot of us are introverts. So we don't need a lot of Zoom hangouts, Google hangouts, or a lot of team building activities. So what we did is we actually created a virtual world where we just gather. Tapos nagko-co-working kami silently amongst ourselves with our pixel avatars. Tapos masaya na kami. <laughs> like, we are very happy. Like, everyone's in... Parang we have clear rules in that virtual world na tipong, okay, if someone's in their computer, it means they're working and you can't disturb them. If they're outside of that space, then you can disturb them. And that really works out kasi nababalance yung nababalance yung pagka-introverted namin with just collaborating with each other. And, like, it's really great for company culture and morale kasi they feel like there is enough parang camaraderie for them to feel like they belong to a team, but not in a way na na-overstep na yung boundaries nila as an introvert. So, that's really been working well for like in my experience and even with the teams that i work with like the other teams i work with being able to create a company culture na informed by you know the actual people in the team as opposed to us leaders dictating it to them has worked wonders so we feel supported whenever that happens And so, number nine, last but not least, also related to team culture, is actually deciding on communication channels that work best for the team. So, you know, some of us are visual learners or auditory learners, you know. So, deciding on what channels work best for the team as a whole allows you to choose the most effective one for the team na nagagawa niya lahat ng, you know, the rest of the tips of basically being able to communicate well kasi nga, it's the appropriate channel. So what I mean by this, there are teams kasi that like having a lot of meetings. Personally, cannot relate, but there are teams like that. And so they like to communicate via videos or maybe even voice messages Like, that works for them because, you know, they've decided on that as a group. Whereas, like, seven teams, a lot of it is asynchronous first. So, by that meaning, they're not online all at the same time when they're working. So, communication needs to happen, like, on 
you know, recorded, pre-recorded, or pre-written channels, right? So taking that, like all of that into consideration, so project management, team culture, and basically just transparency and creating a safe space for the entire team definitely helps people open up more. And you can expect na the more that you master these things, the more people will open up. And basically, helps you guys be more productive kasi hindi takot yung tao na mag- magsabi. And at the same time, they don't feel, they don't fear, <laughs> they don't have that feeling of fear when trying to communicate what they think. And that's always what we want naman as leaders is to make sure na everyone's performing at their best for the team. Speaking of doing what's best for the team, I always talk about, you know, some productivity tips that I've learned over at my newsletter. So I always drop it when I have some new revelation, some new thing that I've learned to, you know, know what's best for specific types of people when it comes to productivity. Always insightful, always trying to personalize how I deliver it. So if you're interested in that kind of content, I would love it. If you could subscribe to my newsletter, it's indicated in my show notes below. And that's it for me today. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll see you guys next time. Bye! So that was today's episode of the Purposeful Productivity Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Cels Alejandro. And if you want to learn more about this or get all the latest updates on this podcast, the best way for you to do that is to go to cellsalejandro.com slash newsletter. Again, that's Cells Alejandro. That's my name, cellsalejandro.com slash newsletter. Thank you so much for sticking around. I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Bye. And don't forget to always show up every day. Bye.